Welcome, Jatsky. Producer Jatin. Production artist. Welcome. Thank you, thank you all. What's your whiskey of choice today, Cam? I can't actually pronounce it. I'm going. Product placement. Glen Goyenny. Got the red breast. Beautiful whiskey. Irish. And I have got my clear whiskey. <laughs> PhD. Stay hydrated. PhD Jatsky. Honestly, this is my favourite thing to drink out of. I've not drank it out of a water bottle in ages. Got a protein mixer. Protein mixer. <laughs> Alright, do you want to pull the first article up, Jatsky? Yes. That should be up now. When praising the competition benefits your brand. What's yeah. this? All right. So I was going to get a switcher to start of this week. And I was just thinking in terms of the games, why the prices are so high. So doing some research, I actually found this article, which was about brands actually praising others instead of just marketing their own brand, which can have dividends. But what I did find is that it only applies for for-profit companies are not not for profit because with for-profit companies i guess consumers find them kind of cunning kind of negative in a way so when they actually praise other brands i guess they see that company in a better light and i guess they're more likely to buy that brand's products which i found quite interesting with this topic and obviously it's by harvard business review so it has some sort of reputation in a way so i guess the research that they took out it must be pretty decent but so what impact has this had on your purchase of the switch it's made me more likely to buy it in a way because the actual thing that i found was playstation and xbox actually congratulated um the switch which was referenced somewhere Where is it? they openly congratulated nintendo on the launch of the switch which is nice because playstation and xbox are quite big competitors with this with, with the steam deck coming up even with the psb imagine if sony bring out a switch like psb that will come into a lot of competition but them praising Nintendo in a way. It's nice to see. Yeah. Well, I think if PlayStation were to come out, or even Xbox all could come out, or anyone for that matter, were to come out with a portable device, it would be beneficial for everyone because Switch of the domination of the market at the moment, meaning they can charge whatever they want. I mean, that Zelda game, Legend of Zelda, that's been out for what like five maybe six years and it's still 50 pounds <laughs> that's the thing yeah, though when a game is good it usually holds up price for longer like look at grand theft auto 5 yeah held its price for years and it was in the top 10 for years just because it was a good game yeah zelda is kind of the best it. game on nintendo switch but yeah grand theft auto was at the top this is the new one. This is the new one. Was it just Legend of Zelda? I think it was. Breath of the Wild. So, yeah, I just got my Switch on the weekend. Ah, okay. Yeah, it's been ages. And Five years. Yeah, damn. Only after purchase, you realise that the prices of the games are extortionate for Switch. Uh, but that's com- in comparison to being a PC gamer as well. So how many games have you bought on your Switch? I got Mario Kart because Mario Kart was just one of them games. Which is a go-to, isn't it? 
I got uh, The Witcher just for a story mode game, The Witcher 3. And, How much uh, was Mario Kart? Mario Kart was, it's priced at £40. All right. Did you get it from CD keys? Uh, no. no. That's the other thing is that they they sell their own market games. Um, there's no like third party that can sell them. So it must be something to do with the licensing. There are still some on CD keys as well. But there's just ah. availability on there. So okay. can you get Nintendo-made games like Mario, Zelda on CD keys? Or can, can you like no, get them from Nintendo Store? I think it's just the third-party games, non, non-Nintendo games on CD keys. Yes, yeah, so just having a quick look here. It said 39 on Amazon. But if you buy it from the actual Nintendo Store, I think it'll be much higher. Yeah. Forty nine ninety nine. Fifty quid. That's crazy, isn't it? It just doesn't go down in price, the games. But Literally. Well, Mario Kart's again, it's another popular game, isn't it? Yeah. But then in a way, with um some of the COD games on Xbox Store, like they've not gone down in years, like Modern Warfare 3, I swear that's like still over 40 quid. Just check. Yeah. Mm. And they're still they're accessible to get in alter like in different ways though. Definitely, mm. if you're just getting the code. Yeah. Do you think Nintendo will ever launch something like Game Pass? Or have they already Ooh. launched anything like Game Pass? That's a good point, actually. They don't. Yeah. Not from what I can see um, from owning the Switch. It'll be good if they did. Yeah, more of a subscription model. Yeah. I feel like once the subscription models and the online stream, well, cloud gaming becomes bigger, then portable consoles will just be miles better because at the moment you're restricted from how good games are at the moment you're just restricted on a portable yeah. device to lower spec games um so i guess that's what playstation and xbox must be waiting for so would you recommend the uh, switch or i'd recommend it it's good to play the single player games which are fun to play anywhere and then there's the multiplayers because it's so easy just to just chuck it into the the dock, and then you're on, you're on your TV uh, for multiplayer. Yeah, that, that's good, isn't it? All you need to connect it with is a HDMI, which is like really easy. But then also, you can just play it portable. So that's the thing. If you're at home, you can plug it in, you can play it on your monitor, your setup, whatever you have. But then the other side of that is, if you just want to, if you're going home, whatever, going to some friends or something, you can just take it, it's portable. And yeah. you can play with others, wherever. Are you going to purchase one, Jack? Definitely getting paid on Thursday, so you're gonna get on Thursday. Yeah, I think so. I'm just shopping around at the moment. I'm, the other thing is, is with the bundles, they say it's cheaper, but when you add it, the individual products, it might be the same price, or it might be a bit more. So I'm just doing those calculations, make sure oh, I'm not okay. getting scammed. What are you thinking, Aaron? Uh, I might get one. I don't know. I don't really game that much, so I don't know if it's worth it for me. But yeah, I'll see. Mm. I'll have a play yeah. on your rules when I come back on Thursday. Yeah, I would. Um, yeah, just have a go. They're good. They are good. They're decent. Might wait till it comes on offer, maybe on Prime Day or something. They're on offer on you know, Amazon. Yeah. What's that? I think Bloody they're... 240 on Amazon. Yeah, the OLED one. I don't know if the normal one's on there. It was out of stock when I was looking the other day. Mm. Oh, yeah, they have a stock issue, don't they? What's the difference between the OLED and like the cheapest model? Do you actually know? Because 
That's what I was trying to find out the today. Light, the cheapest model of the light. I don't think that's worth getting because you don't even you can't even put that in the dock. You can't play that on your TV. Oh, really? Just like a Game Boy Advance. Literally, yeah. Yeah, so I was just looking for prices for the well, OLED. They've gone back to normal original. Three ten. They were they were at two eight two eight nine I think the other day. Oh really? Wait, well, this is on view. It was Amazon. This was Amazon, yeah. Oh, yeah, they were. At... No, they went. Was it OLED at two eight nine? The OLED was at two eight nine, yeah. Two eight nine, really? Oh yeah, they were because you got yours for two five nine cost price. Yeah, and I said thirty quid more, you could have got an OLED one. Mm. Yeah. And then 30 quid's like money towards the game. Yeah. Actually. Have you bought all your games on the digital? Like digital? Yeah. Copies? Yeah. I bought The Witcher on CD keys. Okay. How much was The Witcher? I can't remember how much it was. And I got Trivial Pursuit as well. Mm. But then but when I bought the other games, I'd saved up enough points to get that game. So they do have the point system. Even if you redeem a code from CD keys, you still get points towards other games on your Nintendo Switch. Oh, okay. So. What the points mean? Can you redeem them? You get money off games. So if you build up enough points, can you get a full game for free? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How much is that one point now worth? One point is... 10p or something? Yeah. Well, one point's a penny, but you get like 250 points. Oh, so it's like getting £2.50? Yeah, basically. That's all right. But then you need a lot of games to be able to afford a game. Yeah, but if you buy four popular games and then you can buy like a £10 game for free. Mm. Yeah. Because okay, I'm sure so when we looked at you know, a raft game. Yeah. That was free. Uh, £10, sorry. £10, yeah, so you'd be able to afford it. Hmm. Yeah, so I've just found here that one gold point is were you talking about a gold point yeah gold points are called yeah yeah so that's equivalent to one cent is that one cent where's my math no that's that's point one point zero one cent <laughs> it's one cent, it'll be a penny a penny in a cent it won't that's be a, a penny in it yeah i was just thinking yeah. that my math is a bit rusty it's been a while you work in finance Jane. yeah i do work in finance that's embarrassing isn't it you want to bring the next article up Hey, hey. I think we go already. Hi, residents go to their bar. Watch this. I've not seen this. Oh, this gosh. Is insane, man. Should we play the video and then we have a look through the comments? Yeah, let, let me just describe it a bit. Okay, um, yeah, go for it. Yeah. So, you know about the recent lockdowns in Shanghai? They've just been withdrew, right? Uh, and now we're allowed to go out. Not that I've read. Oh, I don't know. Maybe bring that. Maybe you can have a look at the article after this chatting. Yeah. But, um, it got pretty serious where they weren't letting people outside the house to get food and basic necessities. Um, so there's been a lot of protests going on. People have been like standing on the balconies singing and screaming. Um, people have been putting like empty fridges on the balconies so the government can see that they've got no food in the fridge. Um, and just play the video now, Jotting. Yeah. This is a drone. Yeah, this is a drone basically telling people to comply with the regulations and not go out on the balcony and sing. Oh. What? 
That's so weird. Is that like a corporate plane? Feels like a proper like a uh, dystopian. It's like a movie. Yeah. Yeah, like uh, what is it? Is it like Insurgent, where it's like dystopian, something like that? Yeah, it's like a dystopian future. Like what's going on? It's weird. We are. Uh, should have a look at some comments. Yeah, let's do it. Hopefully, we don't get cancelled. Yeah, so that's what it, control your souls. Desire for freedom sounds a little suspicious. <laughs> right. Okay. Is that the translation? Yeah, I'm Chinese. I wonder if it's translated weirdness or if it's phrased equally strange in Chinese. I'm Chinese. Can confirm the translation is exactly how it sounds. Transcription. It's it's indeed a strange. So did you read the um, translation, Cam? Yeah, scroll up. Scroll back up to the top. Is this here? No, that's not it. Wait, it's not. It's here. It's a little bit more. So please comply with COVID restrictions. Control your soul's desire for freedom. Do not open the window or sink. It's just pure control, this. It literally isn't it. Already in a controlling state or a controlling country. Do you think it's, a, it's been put in place from the government to sort of dominate, like, yeah, dominate their population, like, prove their dominance? Or do you think, I don't know, do you think they know something deeper about COVID that we don't know? That's why they're taking it so strict. But from a country like this, I can, I can, I can see why they would use this as an excuse for more control. Yeah, to assert the dominance. Yeah, that's what these countries seem to be, seem to be wanting more and more of is control over there. There's quite a few videos. Um... Yeah. Um... So what I found is this is a two weeks ago article. And I think the control point that you mentioned is a good point. But I think on the other hand is that China just really struggling with, I think it's Omicron or a variant. The cases have just surged, which is why they put this lockdown in. But then the thing that I don't like about this new lockdown is that they're saying that people can't even leave houses for food. So people are just on the street saying you can arrest me, but I'm getting groceries for like my elderly grandma or someone that's vulnerable, maybe kids. So yeah, but I think the problem is as well, they've got a zero COVID policy when, yeah. how can you have a zero COVID, COVID policy when the virus has sort of developed this much, it's become way more contagious, but it's all at the same time, it's become a lot less lethal. Um, so I don't, like no other country has a zero COVID policy except for China. Do you think it's more wild for us knowing this now as we live in the UK or live in England and there's absolutely zero, practically zero restrictions? restrictions. Yeah. I think even if we, were, if we were still in 2020 when we were still in lockdown and we saw what was going on in China, I still think it's quite shocking that they're not letting them out to go and get food. Hmm. Well, they they had it they had it bad in China in 2020 when we all got put into lockdowns or even before we, the UK got put in lockdowns they had it worse there didn't they right the way the government had handled yeah they, and everybody was praising China at the time saying oh they've handled COVID well but I I don't know like it's sort of catching up with them now because they've not let it sort of run rife around the country like mm. we have and build up some sort of immunity. 
Yeah, I want to touch on that point that you mentioned about with China um, handling it well, people, other people saying it. Maybe there's some sort of like reputation that they feel they've had, which having zero restrictions, they want to keep cases really low still. And if other, like say other news find out that they've got zero restrictions and still keeping cases so low, that's really good for them. But then the risk is, is that if there's a new variant that comes that isn't covered by whatever vaccination they have on in the country at that time, then this is what happens. They have to go back into lockdown and yeah. And things like, sort yeah. of one thing I can say on that is when I was in China, like they like to show something, they call it like, we like to keep face. So if somebody, mm. if they hold a certain reputation about themselves, they don't want to look like they can't keep up that reputation. So it's like a, here yeah. in the West probably just call it ego, like, people don't like their ego being pushed or being yeah. sort of tested. Whereas here, a little bit more relaxed about somebody, if you're at the pub and someone takes the piss out of you, you just like laugh it off. Mm. Just banter, it's just yeah, just, banter. You just call it banter. That's our culture. Yeah, yeah, but in China, they'll take offense to it. Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It is saying online that they have eased the lockdown now in Shanghai one day ago. So they've been okay. like, Oh really? So cases might have gone to a decent point. Or maybe people are just I think it's not, it must be from pressure from Yeah, like an outrage of the public, yeah. Mm. But this goes to show like how much power people actually have and even in a authoritarian state like China. Yeah. People can push back and start changing things. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas I would perceive them usually as people that wouldn't be able to push back. It does yeah. go towards that they're moving towards. I think though, when uh, you're sort of pushed to a limit where you've got no food and you're starving. Yeah. You've got nothing else to lose then, have you? Are you going to fight? Well, then that's a bit too far in general. Yeah. yeah. There's, there's nothing that should be able to lock people down to not be able to get necessities. Yeah. Food or water. But what I thought was mad is the use of the drone. Yeah. <laughs> it just made it feel like we're in some like dystopian. Added the edge onto it. Oh, wait, was yeah. that a drone? I thought it was a plane. Yeah, that was a drone. Really? Nice no, drone. We just replay it again. I thought that was a plane, legit. <laughs> we just tracked it. That's a drone, like, reading out this uh... Chinese, the drone. Oh my gosh, that is that is embarrassing. I actually thought that was a that was a plane. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, so have you got for us Jatsky? All right. Next article. So yeah, Spotify adds live audio programs and rebrands Green Room app as Spotify Live. I'd never heard of Green Room app before. Um, it rings a bell. Apparently, it's something Spotify brought out when. Um, what was it called? The app, which everyone was the audio app that everyone was going crazy about. That um, was competing with Spotify. Clubhouse. Do you remember Clubhouse, when? Yeah. They brought out Green Room, and then obviously Clubhouse hasn't lifted off. So Spotify decided to rebrand it. Their competing app to Spotify Live, um, which is going to be live programs on Spotify. So I've just brought this up to see really what you guys think about having live on Spotify. Yeah, I think it's it's good. Like YouTube have it, and mm. 
their program's quite popular. Um, and we watch Lou later, even though we don't watch it live. But yeah. it does add a, a different element to it. I don't know why it adds a different element to it, though, because I'm not sure. It just feels like a different more vibe. Natural. Well, yeah. what do you think about, because when Joe Rogan was on Spotify, we went from him having the live shows to him pre-recording shows. Did you feel much change in that transition? Mm. Did he go pre-recorded on YouTube before on that? Yeah, he was live on YouTube and then he went pre-recorded just so they- One thing I've noticed with pre-recorded stuff is especially things like when they're talking about current affairs is when something happens and you hear about it, you want to hear your, like the commentators you listen to speak about it. Yeah. And if they're pre-recorded, usually like Joe Rogan, for example, it takes about three to four days for him, for you to hear what guest he's going to have on to talk about this. For the reaction. Yeah. For the reaction. Yeah. Um, which yeah, is a bit annoying because by the fourth day, usually, like for example, that like Will Smith slap, like it was the biggest thing. But then after two days, like you just have enough of it, and you, yeah. you, you don't want to listen to anything else to do with this bloody slap. Yeah. But uh, by the time you hear Joe Rogan talking about it, like you're done with it, and it's old news at that point. Yeah. The news is like it's just changing so fast. Whatever's trending is just in a couple of days' time, that like, thing's forgotten about, and it's something else that's. Mm. that's that's true. Although with the slap, I will say I did stop listening to everything I could about it unless it was sort of forced upon me. And then I think I was listening to Joe Rogan today and he was talking about the slap and I found it quite refreshing to go back to something after leaving it. So it can work in two ways. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Well, I guess there's not there's not many cases where that's going to be the case. Talking about the slap, did you see that video that he put on me later? Of the, uh, yeah, that was quality. What's, what's it called? Uh, what's this? I'll, uh, what type of animation? Motion. Picture. Motion. No, motion pictures like animation, isn't it? It's like that clay kind of animation. Try and find it, John. Yeah, motion picture. Is that what it's called? Oh wait. What shall I look for? Lou later motion picture. No. Uh, just maybe just type in like Will Smith slot. A stop motion animation. Stop motion, yeah, that's it. Making the motion. Yeah, I just saw um just while before we put the video on, I saw this tweet, and what was interesting is to see what he'd have highlighted about the live stream policy. Do you think that it was Joe Rogan's decision alone to maybe start pre-recording rather than live streaming, or do you think there was some sort of um? problems or consequences that he did which made it that you had to pre-record rather than live stream i find that quite interesting there but i'm just looking for the video i guess he might have had one too many videos unmonetized or yeah mm. it's easier to control what is actually going out there mm. if it's not live um i'm pretty sure i guess it works guess. for sorry uh, i guess it worked for lou later because he's not really controversial character yeah, and it's the same guys talking, so they can sort of have these briefings and, and get a bit of a 
you get a bit of a yeah. know what's going to go on. He's got different audience, uh, different guests on all the time. Yeah, with, with some of the guests that come on his show, it's probably safer that he's not live. Yeah. Uh, oh, I don't know with, what it'll be like with Spotify, given recent events, they might. When he first moved to Spotify, I remember him saying like, oh, he's never, he's never had any problems about being censored, but it's all blown up this past couple of months. So that could change things. I mean, when you get Joe Rogan talking about COVID, the amount he talks about COVID, he's going to mm. bound to have slip up somewhere with what he's saying, mm. say the wrong thing. Definitely in a world where more and more things are wrong to say. Cancel Even when culture. we were talking about COVID before, I was a bit worried about <laughs> what, what to say. <laughs> so Cancel pushes come a long way. It is. Do you want to put that video on? Yep, yep, absolutely. It is a quality video. Is this the right one? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Jaina? Can you hear sound, by the way? I don't want it to be like a silent. Yeah, we can hear it, yeah. Jaina, I love you. G.I. Jane 2, can't wait to see it. All right? <laughs> <laughs> uh oh, Richard. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> oh my day. What was this? Jada's face is joke. <laughs> Why's that eye? <laughs> All right, let's see. Yeah. Unless you want to comment saying, hopefully, we don't get cancelled. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's definitely a big meme now. This is going to be one of the memes that we look back on. <clears throat> yeah, literally everyone. If if he said that, then no one would even have talked about Will Smith or Jada. Yeah, if he just said it and they both laughed it off, or Jada just made a face and then he just yeah. got left at that, it would have been forgotten about by now. Like it wouldn't even made the news. Like we wouldn't even know about it. No one, mm. no one would. We wouldn't even probably even know about the uh, the whole Oscars. Yeah, I didn't even know they were going on. To be fair. No. Yeah, yeah, same. That's I saw this cool. video and I was like, right, Oscars was on. That's why yeah. people are saying it's set up to get more people watching the Oscars. Mm, yeah, that's what I've heard people say too. Tune in next year to see if something worse happens. Yeah, but do you think Will Smith would uh, like kill his reputation for that? Yeah. Do you think? I think he's getting close to the end of his movie career. Well, this is controversial in a way. So if we do get comments later on, it'd be controversial. It is what it is. But I feel like Will Smith's approaching sort of the end of his movie career. Yeah, but he's just so won an Oscar for Best Actor. Yeah, true. But like in the same way, doing something like this might ruin his reputation, but then maybe it's a deal done behind the scenes. Maybe. I don't know. I feel like the whole, like, at first I thought it's staged. Then I watched a video and I thought the way Chris Rock reacts, he wasn't expecting it. No. I'm not, I think that was hard to fake something like that. Yeah, I don't think. Then again, they are actors, so. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's a professional job. It's, it's, it's a lot of reputation to lose, though. Like jokes aside, doing something like that—it's like a publicity stunt gone wrong. But if he does want to come back from that, I don't know. He's he's banned from the Oscars now for. Well, how, I think I've read something. Is it ten years? Ten years, yeah. Ten year ban, yeah. Yeah, that's a long ban. So that, does that mean you can't win any awards either if someone goes on his behalf? Yeah, I think so. Okay. You just won't be nominated for anything. Yeah. 
Maybe his movies that he stars in won't be nominated either. I'm not sure. I'm not sure how it works. So that means if his movies won't be nominated, then he won't get as selected as much. Yeah. Hmm, I'm not sure if it'll... Re- I don't know, but I don't know if it'll... That's kind of deep if it... No one's going to want to even get him as an actor for their movies. Hmm. Mm. Well, I don't, I don't know how it works. I don't know. Because if, if a movie gets nominated for, the, for an Oscar, so the whole team win the Oscar, or is it just the uh, director or... I'm not too sure. No, no, I'm not too sure how the awards work, to be fair. So you get like a list of different Oscar awards. So you get Best Actor. That's what he won. Yeah. King Richard. Yeah. Uh, I don't even watch that. Yeah, and then you'll get like Best Picture. Best. Yeah, but who, who wins the award for Best Picture then? The director. Let's have a look here. This award goes to the producers of the film. Ah, okay. Uh, okay. So, and then I guess it's their discretion to kind of, I don't know, um, share any money or like fame or anything they get from it. So I guess it's the team of producers, right? Producers, yeah. Mm. So what are the other awards? Uh, best actor obviously goes to the actor. Um, oops. Let's see, I don't know what else there is. This is just a... Uh... Young Will... Oh, Young Will Smith's all that. Imagine there'll be like a male-female for all of... Yeah. Actor, actress. And then maybe like best music producer and stuff best like director, that. Best director, support oh, actor. Okay, yeah, because I know Brad Pitt, is it? He's never won an Oscar for best actor, but he's only won... Best supporting actor. Best supporting actor. What really? Can you guess what you won it in? Uh, Best supporting actor. I'm not good at Brad Pitt movies. I'll be real. Once upon in once upon in time. Oh. Once upon a time in Hollywood. Oh shit! Well, he was basically there was just two lead roles for that movie. Yeah, I swear that like him and DiCaprio were basically like. Yeah, DiCaprio obviously just had that edge. Of leaving. Did he win Best Actor that year? No, nah, I don't think he does. What year did that come out? Twenty nine. He's like won it for the the. Re- I've not even seen that movie. Have you? The Revenant. Yeah, I watched it. It's actually quite good. The Revenant. What happens in that? It's the one where he puts he cuts open the horse and sleeps in there overnight. <laughs> Whoa! After, spoilers. I watched it after he won the Oscar for it, knowing I think someone has said he's begging for an Oscar by making. By star. Right. <laughs> so, but it is a good movie. If I didn't, someone didn't ruin the movie for me by saying that, I would have watched it sort of a bit more open minded. All right, I think we are. Oh, Remy Malik uh, won it in 2019 for Bohemian Rhapsody. Ah, uh, okay. Well, that's the thing. You can have a quality movie or a quality role yeah. and just get out shined. Yeah. If it was any other year, then they, they might have, someone else might have won it. Yeah. But that's the beauty of the Oscars. Also, just a thing with Rami Malek, if you've not watched Mr. Robot, then get on that. Because plug yeah, really I've good. watched season one, just not got through half of season two. I think season one and season two are like slow burners because they kind of introduce the context and the characters. But once you get past that, then then it picks up. No spoilers, but yeah, just go and check it out. 
Shot him plugging his uh, TV shows in. <laughs> you got ads for Mr. Robot. You're getting paid ad revenue, ain't you? Mm. Bring it on once and you got ad links already. We'll never know, we'll never know. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Next article, I think. Let's do it. Cool, cool, cool. All right. Oh, just one thing. Do you know uh, that movie Vice? Yeah. Yeah. They won an award for best makeup and hairstyling. Because did you see? All right, yeah. Let's put him in a fat suit, didn't they? Yeah. <laughs> I thought he put that weight on. I was. He well still put. I think he put weight on, and yeah. then he put him in a fat suit. Well. Well, he had to get the um, his face fatter, didn't he? Yeah. But who's this again, Terry? Uh, Vice. Christian Bale starring in Vice. If you want to bring up a picture of Christian Bale in what's that movie where he's a uh, machinist? Yeah. Bring that up, and then bring it up in Batman Begins, and then bring him up in a uh, Vice. He does some mad body transformations. Whoa. Okay. The one yeah, in so... the Machinist was um, absolutely crazy. I don't know how he goes from like stick thin to this one. Yeah, I'm just gonna share my screen. I've got this one. It looks quite good. Hey, go for it. Oh yeah. It's insane that literally stick fin, stick, stick fin to tanked and then to a fat bastard. Yeah, do you think like obviously they have re like world leading nutritionists and stuff, but how of how much of an extent do you think like just diet alone? Well, diet or exercise has in that steroids. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay. Yeah, you actually think it's steroids? Are you being serious? Are you joking? Yeah, most likely. Okay. Not just build all that muscle mass in the amount of time he did it in. I don't know what what's the gap between the movies. When did the machines come out? Let's have a look. Twenty. I don't know. Two thousand four. Two thousand four, and then Batman Begins came out two thousand eight. I think. Yeah, two thousand seven or two thousand eight. Yeah, one of those years. Two thousand five. Two. Yeah. So. <laughs> what? What? How does that work? Unless the machinist was just filmed a lot, like a long time prior. Oh yeah, release. I've got um. Cam, could I share for a bit, please? Yeah, okay. I've got um. I've got the tab. I feel like Reddit's going to be used so much in this. Yeah, like this is basically what Aaron was saying. What's the um, Reddit post? Just like comparing the different. Are these a lot? Are these more movies or the same movies? American Psycho. American Psycho. Right, it says yeah. uh, they're all different. American Psycho. Machinist was just abnormal. Like, he looks like a complete different person. I get that you can do stuff with steads to make yourself bigger, but to make yourself, like, go that... from being that big. <laughs> Batman Begins. Even in Dark Knights, like, he went from less tone to more in... Is that oh, the fight? The fight yeah, uh, rescued on... Try to zoom in a bit more. American Psycho. It's such a good movie. That is a good movie. He plays a like a smackhead, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah, but anyway, this comment is basically what Aaron was saying. Definitely juiced up a little bit. Okay. Definitely. I've, there's a lot of uh, steroids yeah. in Hollywood. Yeah, pretty much all of them are saying that. All right, then. Next article, should we say? Let's do okay. it. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Yeah, he won best uh, supporting role for the fighter in 2011. Oh, really? Yeah. 
actually. He's a really good actor, though. Even if he's on steroids or not, he's good still actor. a really good actor. Yeah. Don't let that make you think he's a bad actor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, wanted to, just wanted to address that. Uh, DuckDuckGo's privacy browser finally lands on desktop. Um, well, it's on, I think it's only on beta, um, private beta, and it's only on Mac at the moment, I think. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it's only on debut. Wait, just one sec. What do you mean? It's on, if I just type in DuckDuckGo and oh, it's got its own web browser. To put it as an actual desktop. Ah, privacy browser. Ah, okay. As a browser oh, now. Ah, so, okay. I, I mean, this isn't massive news because i know brave is pretty much private anyway um but i thought i'd just add it because the way things are going with google facebook and data and all of that shit it's kind of like a breath of fresh air in a way uh to have a company which is they can still make money that's the thing you can still get ad revenue but you're just doing the keyword ads rather than obviously they're not going to be as specific as what that person searched but if that search person searches for a new car for example they can still get hit with ads on new cars so that's the traditional way of them doing it to sort of bypass using personal data but my query really is is it worthwhile being more i won't even say ethical just more respectful of society and not making as much money but still making a shit ton of money. I think the thing is, like, if DuckDuckGo really go at it, and it's all about how many users are on it, right? So if not as many use, if it's taking users away from Google, that means Google losing money. That means Google will need to change. It's all like to do with competition, right? Mm-hmm. So the more users they take away from Google, Google is going to be like, oh crap, maybe we need to sort our privacy. Yeah. Like, maybe we need to start stop farming everyone's data, even though it's making us money, but we're losing users because of it. And if they don't change, more and more users is going to start moving away from them. Mm. But then again, there's the, always the argument that a lot of people say, um, oh, I'm not bothered to take my data. Yeah. Like, but they don't I'm not doing anything wrong. Yeah. But, yeah. but it's I think awesome. it's just a, a deep thing. And that, like, what, why would you want a corporation to know all this information about you like, yeah. google probably knows more about us than we know about ourselves yeah yeah i mean i can't speak for others but i don't, I don't really read the privacy policy privacy policies to be honest just press agree which is probably not a great thing but i assume that most other people do do, do you guys do you guys read the full documents i mean that's pretty good if you do no i mean a lot of it is we not many people would read them because everyone hopes someone else would read them. And if there was something in there, which wouldn't <laughs> be, they would have been informed. Like through I, th- I think as well, it's all just like legal spiel. Like you a lot of like law. through it, like you're not even going to understand what half of it means. A lot of mumbo jumbo. Yeah, yeah, it's just a lot of jargon in there, and they do that on purpose so you don't read it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It gets quite overwhelming for people. Just found, just on a Reddit post about the, oh, come, do you want to share something? No, no, no. Okay, perfect. So I just found this five hours ago, kind of a tangent in a way, but just to, talking about the beta product director at Go. Okay. Once I want to take back their privacy. 
Yeah. But and they're talking about a password manager. Because how convenient can this be for you? Without that's where the problem is, is convenience. If you look yeah. at Amazon, for example, they obviously take a shit ton of data, but that's convenient. And even with Google, like you go onto Google Maps and it tells you everywhere you've been, like in the past. Yeah, the timeline. Yeah, week or so. Mm. So, like, if you're going to a place often and you're not very good with directions, then you're just going to open up Google Maps yeah. and then just click on what's at the top. Well, even then, they still track you, even if you don't use your maps, just on where you've been, just on where your phone's been. Yeah, just from your free location. Yeah, your location services. I think uh, I've just they... been to a place and come out, and it's been like, how did you find that pub? Yeah, that does come up. And I didn't even type anything about that pub in. So, yeah, it tracks that. I've checked it out in the settings. You can turn it off. Yeah. Obviously, I think. But how much are you actually turning it off? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, what's it? Edward Snowden says, if you can't physically disconnect it, then is it really off? Mm. Yeah. Well, yeah, on one side well, of that, you're restricting it on your phone, but like, what are you actually restricting on the app? That, that's, the, that's a real question, isn't it? Yeah. So I think it's good that there's a browser coming out, which is obviously could could be a competitor to big tech sometime in the future. I've seen as well uh, Linux operating systems for phones. Mm. They're starting to, uh, well, they're not very good at the moment, but they're starting to develop into more like proper OSs that you can use touchability-wise. So that could be growing in popularity if people are willing to take over. But again, with Linux, it's just bloody effort to load onto your phone. Yeah. Unless... Yeah, another thing is UI, isn't it? Mm. If if they come up with a sort of innovative UI that everyone does like, then there could be like a transition there. But then, like like you mentioned, it's hard to get it on your phone. But then some can't phone companies just use Linux instead of using Android, for example? Yeah, they can do, but I can't see Samsung moving away from Android to a Linux operating system. Mm. And if you do want a phone with a Linux operating system on, you've not got the hardware spec that bigger companies can offer you. So it's just like, it's a bit of a catch-22. Like, do you want a great camera and a powerful phone? Mm. Or do you want privacy? Most people would want a powerful phone. Yeah. They'll give up that right to privacy. From yeah, exactly. Like everybody has, like we have. Mm. And then how much of their business model would they have to change? Because I feel like going from Android to a new OS, they have to change their production in a way. And how much of like, um, they've got economies of scale now, aren't they? Any production that they make, they're going to make a high return on it because of their sort of infrastructure and how big they are. What effect will having one small change have on their production, do you think? Yeah, have massive effects because they're going to have to be supporting two operating systems. Yeah. It will probably take another whole new company or yeah, buying company like Nokia or something like that Nokia to brick. Sort of revive themselves by coming as this private privacy sort of company. Yeah, it'll be someone who buys out Nokia and then and is willing to invest the money into it. Mm. It's going to take a lot of startup capital to be able to build these great phones. Plus convince people to buy them. Yeah. 
I've known everyone, people say brand loyal, don't they? Yeah. People Very who cool. like Apple like Apple. People who like Samsung like Samsung. Yeah. And then if you see something new, it'll be, you get a few people who take it on at first. Then it starts like building up. And after about five years, once more they become more popular, then other people who wouldn't think about it before start buying it. Mm. And that's how it grows. But I feel like the smartphone industry is like very uh, saturated and there's like two big players, Apple and Samsung, and the rest of them are sort of trying to push the way up, but. Yeah. I mean, I've seen Motorola have come out with some new phones recently. Yeah. And with other companies, what they do is they will come in at a low price, mm. build up a bit of a brand recognition and then start increasing the prices like uh, OnePlus. OnePlus, they, yeah, I was just about to mention that. They came in like dirt cheap, like they a smart, we used to call it a smartphone killer. <laughs> but now they're just the same price as um, like, yes, top spec Samsung's. Yeah. But then you get like the likes of Apple who have just released the third generation of the SE, which is the affordable version of iPhone. Mm. But they're hitting all because they've got so many different types of iPhone that come out now. They've got the SE, they've got the Pro, the Mini, the, obviously the normal one. So they're hitting every single tier of market. Yeah. Uh, Samsung mm. are doing similar thing because they've got the A, is it the A series? Yeah, the A series. I think so. And yeah. They've got the uh, Galaxy S, uh, and then they've have that FE S twenty one FE. Yeah, and then the Notes. Well, they stopped. They stopped the Note now. The Z, have they replaced the notes with the Zs? Z folds. So the notes, I think, have been replaced with Samsung Ultra. Is now now comes with the S Pen. Yeah. Oh right. Okay. And the the folds are just like a, a new new thing. Z oh, Fold. Do you reckon it will um, it will catch on the fold? Z Fold. Yeah. If the price was low, I'd get one. Would you? Have you tried yeah. one? Uh, do you know, what's his name? <laughs> one of our friends has got one. Oh, have you tried yeah. it then? Yeah. I had a quick play on it, not properly. All oh, right. The only problem is, is what I don't like is the screen is, uh, they call it glass, but it's not like glass. It's like a, like a bendy plastic, isn't it? Yeah. It's like a, I think it has to be, you can't, you can't make a fold phone with glass, surely. They call it glass though. Hmm. It's like an ultra thin glass that can fold. It folds Surely around, right, fold, doesn't it? So you've got screen on both sides when it's closed. Is that how it does it? No, no clue. No. Oh, I thought it was. Yeah, they, I'm sure they call it glass. Check what they call it, right in the screen. Yeah, Z. Z fold. How much do they retail at? Right, one. One and a half grand. It's expensive, like we say it's expensive. Be coming on like laptops. What's that? We say it's expensive, but that'll be a normal price in about five years. Mm. Oh no, it's true. Saying here, glass can fall. Let me just share this. Bit of science now. <laughs> Covering everything today. Yeah, flexible glass. Yeah. So with other viewers, you, you, some of you might be scientific, some of you might not be. You can't fold it like, 
Now you fold a piece of paper where it sits flush. Yeah. You can't fold it like that because it'll snap. You can only fold it like like that. And that's how the phone folds. Uh, that's how the screen folds. Yeah, so there's probably a certain point where they've done their scientific investigations where they can fold it to a certain point. But then if you go on that, then it would just... Yeah, then it'll crap. snap. So that's why they've probably yeah. engineered it. So yeah. it's like... It gets to that point, but not over it. Do you know when you get your glass screen protectors and they're a little bit bendy, aren't they? Yeah. I'm guessing it's similar to that, but obviously way more high tech than yeah yeah things. but you bend a little bit and if you bend it too much then it'll snap yeah so them ones are probably like stacked in a way where they all just curve around yeah I don't, I don't know how they've done it i think tempered glass is just like a lot of glass laid on top of each other um i think to make it like really strong you're the science man it's been a long time since i've done science <laughs> head of science What's the next article, Jackson? Oh, yeah. Um, it's been a you mentioned that we started with Elon Musk last week, but it's nice to do it in the middle this time, close to the end. Yeah. So, uh, don't know if you've read that. He's not going the Twitter board. Do you know I so, saw this article today and I thought Aaron's going to put this. In the video, all right, <laughs> you don't too well. <laughs> I didn't read it, I thought I'll just say wait and see it in this. All right, well, I've not, I've not read this specific article to be fair, but I've uh listened, listened to uh people talk about it. Um, there's a bit of speculation out there. This is what I wanted to talk about mainly is why do you think he's decided not to join the Twitter board? Some people are saying that he's when you join the board, you he's He'll have to put a deal in saying that he can't buy any more Twitter. So he can't Stay. put any more okay. money into Twitter and buy any more shares. Right. So he's saying that he's rejected to go on the board so he can actually take the whole company over. Oh, right. Oh, shit. So well, that'll be interesting. That's just speculation, see. though, right? At this, at this time. Yeah, it's just speculation. He's not he's not said that outright, but. All right. Yeah, this is like... the article up again, and I'll just read the. Beginning. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, scroll down a, a little. Tell me when to start. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. That's cool. Okay. Oh yeah. Oh, I, I, I when I read that it, he wasn't joining, I thought it was he's actually not joining. Is he's confirmed? He's definitely not joining, right? He's declined yeah, it, hasn't he? Yeah, he declined it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know, like, what goes behind a decline? Does he have to do, like, legal stuff too, or is it just his word and that's it's it? It's in the tweet that he did after. No, it was the tweet. Just this? <laughs> just that. What? It's been deleted now, it's said. Oh, okay. <laughs> Twitter deleted it. I don't know. Maybe. Mate. <laughs> he's, got <laughs> some, he's got some ulterior motives in mind, man, if he's posting that. You, you, you know? You don't get that happy declining a seat. I feel like Elon's like the king of trolls. He's a you feel like he was ever going to join anyway? The board. Just been yeah. a game plan all this time, do you reckon? Well, do you reckon he just wanted to like something? What's, is, I don't know what he's even up to right now. Or what's the latest thing going on in his life? Well, he, he usually just tends to build hype for the sake of building hype. He's his own marketer. Mm. Yeah. You just any hype is good for him. So just if things are going a little bit quiet on the Elon side, he'll do something. Yeah. Um, 
And I think it was getting quiet as well on his side because I didn't even hear anything mm. from him. Yeah, so he probably just thought, do you know something? I'll spend uh, 300, 300 million. <laughs> just casually. Fill up a little bit high. So enough marketing for him. Mm. I'll show you this. Uh, Jaren, have you got WhatsApp open? Yeah. Yeah, let me just send you this picture. Okay. And also with the, on Joe Rogan when he did the, uh, you know, the the fat drag thing. Good clip. Oh, when he was smoking weed and drinking whiskey. Yeah. Forgot about that. <laughs> we'll find a clip of that after we uh, check the <laughs> image that you send. <laughs> just for context. Okay. Right, I just got that. Yeah. Yeah, so I found I saw this picture the other day, which I thought it fits in with this, so I thought it'd be pretty interesting to look at. <laughs> it looks like last week on the unpublished episode. <laughs> okay, so this is the this is the picture. <laughs> You've seen it, Cam. What are you looking at it now? I'm I'm a sharing yet. Um we share it. Okay. So this is how much uh, Elon's invested into Twitter compared to the rest of his companies involved with. What the fuck? The difference between Twitter and SpaceX. SpaceX is the future (laughs) and Twitter is like just a, you know, the social media platform. What the You'd think all the futuristic companies would be higher, so say like Tesla. Yeah. You would have thought SpaceX would have been up there somewhere. Yeah, exactly. It's insane, that, isn't it? Yeah. Solar City, Neuralink, Centrix, Stemtrix. That's crazy for Stripe, too. That must be some uh, stem cell research company or something. I don't know, just going off the name. I've not looked at the company. What's it, sorry, Neuralink? No, STEM no. Centrics. Type it in on Google, just on Oh, this one. Yeah, screen. Yeah. Because that's a hefty amount anyway. It just looks like shit because Twitter's on there. Biotech company. Biotech. It must be something to do with stem cells, right? Parent company. Yeah. Happy Is this the public company before it got bought out? Did they not acquire the company? Yeah, it said somewhere something's been acquired. Okay. So what does this company specialize in? Where does it say it? Diversified products, medical devices, diagnostic, nutrition, That's research, space, pharmaceutical. Control F and then type in STEM. Acquisitions, it'll be under that somewhere, won't it? Yeah. 28th April 2016, the company. Oh, nine billion. Not that one. Can't see it. <laughs> Sorry, I went to the uh, oh, nine billion. A day later, the company announced. Scroll down a bit, Ryan. Yeah, cystic fibrosis. Ah, uh, I think you do need stem cell research to treat that, right? You're the scientist. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to say too much about having any evidence, but <laughs> I'm pretty I'm pretty sure, right? I'm pretty sure. It's not giving us too much detail on the stem yeah. Stuff, um maybe if you just literally put in yes.
small oh, stem cell lung cancer there. Yeah. Oh, they they might make drugs that work on stem cells. Oh, cancer stem cells. Okay. Check it. Type in um, the name of the company and then Crunchbase afterwards. Crunchbase. Crunchbase. Yeah, one word. Pharmaceutical services. So check their industries. Uh, pharmaceutical biotech. But then, like stem cells could come under like like any of these, pretty much, can't they? Yeah. This is, um, Elon personally is invested in this company, right? Oh uh, no, go on, people, John. At the top. People. This guy is the founder, co-founder. So, what do you say here if Elon invested into it directly? Um, on summary, I think. It will, well, it, I don't think it will only show if businesses invest into it. We're not investors. Scroll up. Where's that? There. Uh, on, on under highlights. Eight investors. Oh yeah, being blind. Um, so companies. Fidelity. Hmm. None of them are Elon's other companies. No, these are all like uh, investment companies. Yeah, they're asset manager, aren't they? Yeah. Okay, interesting. Oh yeah, most of these look like some kind of financial firms like financial investment firms yeah like venture venture capital like asset management stuff like that okay so that's probably how they got the funding then um initially mm. All right. yeah like the the fact that he's invested a lot more into a social media company that probably doesn't need the money but he's invested a lot less in say like space which is the future um, even pharmaceuticals, which is the future for medical research, such low. Stage. I think he, uh, I think he sees the power of social media now, though. Yeah. To I think for his experience, money. yeah, for his experience, like he's marketed a lot himself, and <laughs> he's uh, had, had a few incidents. Oh, actually, I think if you're a billionaire, you want to have some form of media under your control. So Bezos has got. He owns a one Google giant. Uh, what media company Jeff Bezos owns? Can't remember what it's called. But and then you've got Bill Gates who owns LinkedIn. Yeah. Or, and then you've got well, Microsoft on LinkedIn. Bill Gates is just is he still majority shareholder of Microsoft? Yeah. Of Microsoft. Mm. Yeah. Um, not much luck in terms of what media company. I'm sure he owns. Uh... No, he's not. He's not the majority shareholder. Such a who is? Hey, um, Satya Nadella. He's majority shareholder. I think so. It says here MGM Studios. Which media company did Jeff yeah, he owns MGM now? Yeah. Oh, he owns the Washington Post. Oh, okay. Who, Bezos? 
Ya. He bought it in 2013 for 250 million. In cash money. The second thing that comes up is Washington Post meme, Jeff Bezos. And then Trump's trying to come out with uh, truth. What's that, his own social media? I don't know. If, I don't think that'll take off. No. Surely not. Have you seen... Um, what's his name? What was up the big with that right-wing guy. America. Ben Shapiro. Yeah, Ben Shapiro. He's got his own media company to make movies and stuff. Yeah. Movies? He's uh, yeah, quite a good production as well. Yeah, I want to watch one of the movies on it. Uh, what the company's called that? It's called uh, The Daily Wire. Yeah, mm -hmm. The Daily Wire, yeah. Yeah, do you watch his YouTube videos? Yeah, some. Not like massively. I think he uploads every day. Plug. Goes a bit uh, too deep. Yeah, yeah, he does. That's his nature, though, isn't it? I think. I listen to uh, Tim Pool, though. And he always, like he gets people at work at Daily Wire to come on his show, and then they talk about Daily Wire. Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. It's hard to listen to a lot of people now. Hmm. You kind of pick like yeah. the ones that you resonate with most because yeah. people have a lot of opinions now, um, especially with the growth of podcasts and lockdown, like all these sort of times just brought <laughs> together. I guess like in lockdown, I listen to a lot more podcasts and I guess you form an opinion on people that you kind of resonate with. That's what I found. Mm. Yeah. But it's good to listen to like different types of people. Yeah, we were talking about this, yeah. didn't we? And then you can kind of form your own opinion on yeah. it. Rather than relying on one person, because say like people that can't be asked taking the time to listen to different perspectives, they listen to one and they're like, oh yeah, I agree with that. But then there's probably another side that could be more suited to their opinion, but they'll never know because they don't actually listen to that side. Well, I always notice one thing like the people I listen to, there's always one sort of running theme and it's... Uh... They are like uh, right wing, not right wing, because I wouldn't say Russell Brown's right wing. Oh yeah, that's true. I wouldn't even say Joe Rogan's. Uh, I don't know. He says he's left wing, but I don't... but like I feel like this right wing and left wing wing thing so confused at the moment because it's outdated. Yeah, um, I feel like at the moment it should be people who actually want freedom of speech and like democracy and people who want to shut people down and censor. Yeah. And I think the left get labeled as the kind of people that want to censor people it's that right. they don't want to hear about. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. They, um, their tactic of arguing against something isn't the best, isn't the best tactic. Yeah, and um, that is damaging the left. That well, I'm not saying, but them actions are causing detriment to society because it's just turning everyone properly against each other. Yeah, because people who so say if you're on Twitter and you're right wing and you're saying making right wing comments and then everyone's out calling for you to be cancelled. Yeah, if everyone who's makes right wing comments on Twitter gets cancelled, 
and then everyone who's left on Twitter are left wing. They're only hearing left wing perspectives, mm, yeah. and they get in a little group on their own, and all they hear is left wing new like perspectives, and then they go really far left, and then all the right wingers are on their own platform because they're not allowed on Twitter. Yeah, so right wingers are talking, and then they start being influenced by harder right wingers. And then they start going really far right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's no middle because no one can hear both sides of the story. Yeah. Nobody, nobody's arguing with each other or debating with each other, shall I say, instead of arguing. There's no balance there because yeah. your balance is I might think right wing in certain aspects, but believe in left wing in other aspects. Or is that yeah. balance is beautiful? Which But if you're only hearing from people with left-wing views and you're more likely to be influenced by their mm. left-wing views and if they're really far left-wing then you're going to start becoming more and more left and if they if you're in a right-wing group and then all you're hearing is right like their ideologies you're going to become yeah. more and more convinced by their ideology and then it just leaves nothing in the center mm. which i think in life like you talk about a lot come yin and yang it used yeah. to be a balance and yeah. I think that balance comes through people discussing topics with each other and not being worried about being censored or because if if I'm wrong about something and I'm arguing with someone that my views I think my views right if I'm like having a discussion with somebody and they've got a completely different view on something than me I think I'm right at the time after I've had that discussion with them I still might think I'm right and then go away from it but then after I reflect on it I might think actually I brought up some good points yeah maybe I need to change the way I'm thinking a little bit yeah. and then that's how you become more sent that's how society itself through these discussions become people become more centered centered yeah and grounded yeah and that's why I think it's outdated being left-wing or right-wing I mean on certain views you can have a right-wing view on a topic or on a statement but I don't think anyone is well they are obviously purely right wing or purely left wing but they should look at it from another aspect where <laughs> actually i'm right wing on this topic but i'm left wing on this other topic yeah i think people just need to be more open to other people's views and yeah they might learn something if they're actually open to other people's views yeah 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 then learning and progressing as a society yeah. instead of arguing instead of arguing yeah and yeah Arguing's good, but as long as it's like a constructively, yeah, constructive yeah. argument, yeah, not aggressively. Yeah, I was just gonna touch up on that too. In terms of, I feel like how we think is quite independent to our own opinions, and where we like to take other opinions into account, and then we sort of we might think we're right, like you mentioned, but we'll kind of on the spectrum we might move it a bit um, compared to what yeah. you said. But mm -hmm. then people that are too dependent on social media, which is a big thing nowadays um they become too dependent on what right wing or left wing news is being said and then they kind of have a fixed mindset right that's that's what this social media is saying that's how i'm going to think and then they're not open so i feel like in one way it is the company's um, problem but in another way i feel like people need to encourage um more open thinking and more independent thinking yeah yeah i agree 100 percent. i feel like that's how society will progress but we hope. Need to get get out of this uh mess up the thing is you can you can see glimpses of it though in society you can see yeah. like, mm -hmm. people opening the doors for that opportunity but it needs to be well you can see it it's like how fast russell brand's 
grown. YouTube channel's grown. Like yeah. he's got four point. Last time I checked, I think he had four point. He's over five now. Oh, is he? He's yeah, million. Uh, How many subscribers is Young Jack? Brand on YouTube. What channel is this? YouTube. Russell Brand. And he's he's probably like the beacon that everyone wants. A five point four nine. So you're five point four nine. Five and a half. Five and a half. And he was four and a half. Like it must have been about a month, a month and a half ago when I last looked. Yeah, yeah he was because I remember the transition, the video where he transitioned from saying because every start of every video he says he's amount of subscribers, doesn't he? Yeah. And he transitioned onto five, and I thought, geez, I, when I first started listening to him, he mustn't have been. I don't even think he was even on two two million. Mm. And he just yeah, I don't think so. <clears throat> have a look, just Stats on how fast he um, gained his following. But he's that beacon of hope for everyone. Yeah. He's got a massive voice now and it's only growing. And it's because he's <laughs> what he says makes sense, is logical. He's not spouting left wing stuff. He's not spouting right wing stuff. He's speaking facts. Yeah. And some like it's not even conspiracy theory stuff, it's facts. Yeah. It's what's being said. He's bringing yeah. it to our attention. And putting a voice to it and saying like oh, this is not how it should be yeah yeah that's yeah. fine guys keep on going i found a decent picture but i'm just trying to find a way to get it up even his guests he has on are like a balanced mix of guests as well this is where oh yeah this is a trend line of youtube subscribers yeah can you yes, not i couldn't find how wait can right, you right click join uh, open link in new tab. Uh, open image in new tab. Oh yeah. Oh sorry. The open image. Is it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It'll be the same size though. Yeah. Zoom. Can you not zoom in? Is that right? Shout out yeah. like auditor. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's, that's a bit too big. To... Oh wait. <laughs> yeah. So I first started listening to him when he was just coming up to two mil. I think it was like just must have just been been before yeah so. i think i started listening to him around like i mean just before 2020 just before 2020 yeah it was around when covid's kicked off i think that yeah was mm. i think i started listening to him during lockdown yeah do you have a look at his um videos in terms of views because i imagine that might uh, provide a good Gosh, my channel there. Nice picture, thanks that's our channel by the way if anyone wants to check it out um, all right, let's check views because look, it's me. I feel like views might have a good um, signal on how his subscriber might have changed. Um, yeah, his, Will, his Will Smith one got 1.7 million. His other one there, Russell Brand reacts, got 3.6. Where's that? The uh, bottom right there. It's 3.6, yeah. Know. That must have been fresh off the uh, fresh out of the oven, fresh off the press. <laughs> Is he quite balanced though in what he says? Because I've not watched him in ages. Uh, I don't know if you'd use the word balanced. Or is he just like, he has a good opinion that he gets across? He's got strong... I think opinion. his opinion is more... He wants to advocate open discussion and uh, freedom of speech. Yeah. Um, and he's... He doesn't like big government as well. He wants so. to open people's minds a bit to make them think about what's actually going on instead yeah. of... Just playing, playing the game. So actually, take a step back and uh, 
have a look. Yeah. I think he is having he is having an effect on people because people like Russell Brand from his previous life. He yeah, was, he's completely different now to what he used to be. A drug infused celebrity into Remember when he used to do all those video uh those documentaries? <laughs> and he was like calling for a revolution. Yeah, that's when he first Actually, started. Out, I know. think that's when I first started listening to his YouTube channel. It used to be called uh I used to call it something like Revolution something or something like that. I can't remember what he used to call it. Anyway, Jack, have you got another article? Next article? Yep. We make this one our last one. Yeah. Let's do that. All right. We went on a bit of a tangent from the articles. It's always good. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Do you want to do it? We could do two. Yeah. Yeah, go for it. Go for it. This one's uh, just a bit of fun, really. So, obviously, in the UK, there was a speed camera app um, encouraging people to snitch on drivers who were speeding. So any Tom, Dick and Harry could snitch on someone for for driving too fast via this app. And <laughs> the people who created the app, I think they've had a lot of emails, very aggressive emails um a, a well, abusive emails i think it says there yeah abusive abusive emails emails um they said it's like marmite people either love the app or hate it but and read that part there one online review for the app said in east germany citizens were encouraged to report their neighbors to the statsy for even the smallest social infraction yes yeah, so people must have been abusing it Congratulations on creating a modern day version of that. This app disgusts me. <laughs> that is what I, my initial thoughts were when I thought it's like when they were telling people to snitch on people in COVID. Yeah. It's socially going to be fucked up, basically. It's socially bad to. Snitch. Yeah, you know when like, your neighbors and snitch on you. It's, yeah. Uh... If people like, just abuse every... it. It's, it's it's just like a way to cause more more of a split in society. Yeah, more of a divide, more of a hate. More, yeah. Um, more hate. When, at a time when everyone needs to be more community-focused. United, yeah. Um, I get the intentions of this app because obviously car accidents, deaths via on the road of death fire car accidents are high, but there's a, this is not the right way to go around reducing yeah. it. You don't turn it on the people, you don't turn it on society. I feel like this is like more of a social gimmick than to like actually prevent the incidents and stuff. But what like is it, getting, do you go abused. to the police when you log someone speeding? I don't know. I don't know uh... how it works. Unless they just get a, f- I don't know how they would have a right to arrest. Can I receive? Can I receive fines for reports on the app? It also cannot provide sufficient evidence for a police force to issue a prosecution. Yeah, that was my thought. Is they can to... give it to the police, but they won't have enough evidence to prosecute. I think that's All what right. I'm saying. Well, I've seen. Uh, I watched this guy on YouTube called the Black Belt Barrister, and he gives like he just drops like the odd video, and it's uh, he drops quite a few videos now. And it's just like legal advice. Like, is he UK or US? UK. He's 
he's pretty good. Like, um, and he was doing these videos at one point where people are sending him dash cam footage and they're saying they sent it to the police. And uh, the police just basically turned around and said, oh, there's nothing we can do about it. Like, oh, they've just ignored them sending it in. Um, yeah. Some of the videos were like just dangerous driving, like people overtaking at stupid times and stuff like that. But there's nothing so, they can do about it. Well, there, there is something they can do about it, but most of them either can't be asked doing anything or they're <laughs> <laughs> just too busy to do anything. I don't know. I don't know what the reason is. but mm. Do you get it? So, yeah. I feel like if someone sent me stuff, I'd be like, oh, do you know what? I can't move the paperwork. <laughs> Put that in my very special filing cabinet. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I'm not a copper, so. Rightly so. With <laughs> that attitude. But we never will be now. <laughs> this is going on the internet. <laughs> Um, Jack, I know you was itching to put another article up then. I think um, I think it's one of the ones that were a bit more serious, but I feel like I do want to end on something a bit more, you know, funky. So maybe the Vettel one, I think sounds good. Go in the Vettel one? Yeah. I'll put this in for you, Jan. Thanks, man. <laughs> right, so a bit of context <laughs> before you watch it. A bit of context yeah. before... Um... Go on, Jan, you, you can do the commentary on this one. I don't actually know what happened. I've not read into it, but was it on the track walk or something? He went on a scooter to scout it because he just came back from COVID and he didn't want to ride a bike and he didn't want to walk around because he's probably short. No, he's, I think he's a, uh, what's it? He's a uh, car broke down. Oh, his car broke down. I thought it was because he came yeah. back from COVID. No, his car broke down. So then... <laughs> that makes it so much fun. <laughs> his car broke down and he went, uh, he went back to the pit stops on, on the scooter. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's... Let's watch the clip in then. Is that Sebastian Vettel? Yeah. It looks like it is Stolen. Sebastian Vettel. <laughs> 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 I'm not getting awesome. a lift, mate. I'll take it myself. Thank yeah, you very much. What's the sort of thing you'd do? But, yeah. <laughs> well, if it's there, I definitely would take it. Not walking back. Fantastic <laughs> shots to see him. And uh, he's um, <laughs> good to see him back. And also, he's he's been pretty vocal on a lot of issues lately. You can see the tributes on his helmet there and the, yeah. and the words no war and the uh, uh, Ukraine flag. <laughs> Three-time winner here around this track and they Man, do still love him fan. here. I mean, the fans are, we've said before, they're passionate, they're so knowledgeable <laughs> and they actually do support every single driver. Yeah. The welcome for the drivers <laughs> is insane. That's jokes, he's in his race outfit and everything too. Yeah, um, I think he got fined for it. Yeah, I can imagine. He probably knew he was going to get fined for it. He got then, fined for it? Yeah. The stewards, are, they're a bit, they're a bit peak on True. F1. They, don't, they, they, can't, they can't hack the banter. That scooter is probably faster than Aston Martin's F1 car. <laughs> <laughs> everyone's, taking, everyone's giving Aston Martin loads of shit. Even the safety car, people are taking a mick out of the safety car. Like, when do you ever hear people are taking a mick out of the safety car? <laughs> <laughs> uh, he still follows a racing line on the moped. <laughs> Instincts. Exactly. Uh, muscle memory. Uh, that was a good one. <laughs> All right. That was a good one to end it on, actually. Because, uh, yeah, nice little fun one. Everyone's always funny to end on. It's full of memes. All right. Yeah. All right. Honor speaking to you both. Enjoyed that sesh. Thank you it's all for good. watching. And we'll catch you next week. You all with some more. Same time. Yep. Stay tuned.
Bye. See you later, guys.